Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. It is The Rob Carson Show. This is our number two of the uh, of the show, and much to get to when I get to the uh, southern border, the impeachment uh, hearings for uh, Alejandro Mayorkas, and uh, oh, a lot of stuff. Oh, a special guest at the bottom of the hour. Charles Marino, Newsmax contributor, former Homeland Security Department advisor. We'll talk about the southern border, impeachment uh, proceedings with uh, Mayorkas, etc. at the bottom of the hour. I do want to mention something that uh, we're on the eve of Black History Month. And, uh, and every year there's a lot of stupid from white people uh, with regard to uh, Black History Month. And uh, one of the things is that uh, everybody gets their panties in a bunch when uh, university dining halls decide to pay tribute to black history by serving soul food. Soul food, yeah. Uh, Syracuse University Food Services uh, issued an apology for its Martin Luther King Jr. dinner menu, which featured fried chicken, mac and cheese, and lemonade. I mean, how dare they? How could they possibly do that? What an insult to black culture. Do you ever watch the Food Network? Do you ever watch uh, Guy Fieri when he goes out and, you know, does diners, drive-ins, and I've been watching that show for years. There's just something about watching a fat guy with spiky hair stuff his face. I don't know what... (laughs) But uh, when he goes to uh, restaurants that are soul food restaurants, they're exclusively owned by black people, and they feature such items as uh, fried chicken, macaroni and cheese, uh, collard greens, uh, uh, y- yams, uh, you know. Uh, I don't know when Kool-Aid become race- racist, but I guess Kool-Aid is racist. When I was a kid, uh, we grew up on a farm. My mother made fried chicken like every night, and, and we'd have greens. We'd have uh, uh, generally uh, beet greens. You know, we'd do some beet greens and uh, throw some bacon in there, you know, because, uh, you know, you got to make it taste good. And, uh, and we'd drink Kool-Aid. I had no idea. I had no idea that Kool-Aid was racist. That only black people drink. I don't understand. So stupid. So anyway, the menu uh, uh, posted by SU uh, Food Services on its Instagram account uh, uh, showed up there, and, and they're apologizing. They, uh, they, the food services uh, company said we uh, we recognize the menu's content was insensitive. Regrets that its actions have negatively impacted the people it serves. No, it doesn't. Just a bunch of a holes who uh, who want to get all butthurt about it. Yeah, reactions on the menu were mixed. Um, one commenter pointing out that the Smithsonian National Museum of uh, African American History and Culture serves the exact same menu uh, as a celebration of authentic African American cooking. <laughs> 
And and the student group, by the way, Palestine Solidarity Collective, said the menu was extremely racist. Really? What about if you have your Palestinian menu? What, it was tabbouleh and stuff? I mean, a Middle Eastern menu. It's hummus, I don't know, lamb, you know, saffron rice. Is that racist? Uh, the story... Uh, uh, is but a uh, latest in a long list of similarly politically incorrect incidences. A year ago, a New York State Middle School ran a breast, ran a foul, I should say, of the, of this, of, uh, of uh, this by serving chicken and waffles for lunch, on the first day of Black History Month. Watermelon for dessert. I eat watermelon. I eat watermelon almost every day when I was a kid in the summertime. We grew them all the time and everything. It was great. So a few years ago, a black university, uh, New York University student complained about the black employee created Black History Month menu consisting of barbecued ribs, cornbread, collard greens, Kool-Aid, and watermelon flavored water. The employee was fired. Uh, perhaps most hilariously, following uh, numerous complaints about a San Francisco-based company, school's Black History Month menu, fried chicken, cornbread, and watermelon, a local NAACP official said, what's the big deal? Historically, even now, we like our chicken, and I'm not going to stop eating my fried chicken, nor my cornbread, nor my watermelon. You people are so stupid, this is about erasing history. You know this is about erasing history, right? It is about erasing history. He's like Uncle Ben and Andrew Jemima. Historical figures, they were. And, and the black community, proud of them. But white Karens in uh, across America decided they would step in. I got this. I got this. I know I defunded the police for you. And crime rates went up dramatically. You know, But uh, I got this right here. I got this. And I know you're offended. I know you're offended by serving soul food during Black History Month. <laughs> I just did, a, I just did a, uh, an Instagram video on it if you want to check it out. We ate, I mean, I grew up, I think, I think black poor people and white poor people are very similar. I'll just tell you that. I grew up poor, and there are a lot of similarities between the families, the family gatherings, the food, the fights, what we ate. Very similar. Very, very similar. And all of us, you know, get together in joy and laughter and enjoy meals together, and we enjoy what we love. And, and, and there you go. And, and it's, you know, it's kind of like a celebration. Maybe we got a little, but we got, you know. It's just, it's just so stupid. People just need to shut up. <laughs> they just need to shut up. Jim Gossett sent me a new uh, song parody this morning about the uh, southern border. I imagine it's real good. I even haven't, haven't heard it yet. That's how much I trust this guy on the Rob Carson Show. Texas is resisting. They're defying Joe. Despite his arm twisting, they told him where to go. Now Joe is denying He told them all to come You'd have to be a Democrat To buy something that dumb Supreme Court stepped in Hey, Amy, thanks a lot Greg Abbott's middle finger That is what they got Right here Down on the border do, do, do. The razor wire stays do, do, do. Biden cannot stop it Numbered are his days yeah, Down yeah, yeah. on the border by the way, Americans care less. are 
are sur- the Americans are supporting uh, Greg Abbott by a seventy uh, percent margin. Yeah, seventy seventy percent of likely U.S. voters uh, support Texas erecting barriers at the border to uh, prevent illegal immigrants from crossing, including fifty three percent who strongly support the action. According to uh, Rasmussen, only twenty seven percent oppose Texas taking uh, action against illegal immigration. And those people, who cares? Honestly, who cares about you? Uh, you're morons. Uh, you clearly have not been affected by this. The reason why Alejandro Mayorkas is being impeached is because his uh, complete abdication of the southern border, allowing anyone from anywhere to come across, has cost tens of thousands of lives. Tens of thousands of lives. I know more people who've had someone in their family die of fentanyl than of covid 85,000 children disappeared into the country, being trafficked as drug mules, sex trafficked children. That's why you're, uh, you are facing impeachment. And I got to tell you, I think most people would like a little bit more than just impeachment. Like jail or worse. Because it is very clear what he has done. Article 4, Section 4, Constitution requires the government to protect and defend our borders. If government does not, the Constitution, by virtue of the uh, named part herein, authorizes free citizens to defend themselves and their state in place of treasonous government. In not defending our borders, government gives aid and comfort to a hostile foreign invasion. And this, under Article 3, Section 3 of our Constitution, is properly labeled treason. And that's the way uh, a good share of Americans, that's what they think about it. But here's old Joe Biden back in 2007 when he almost was able to cobble together a cogent thought. And he was very against sanctuary cities. The reason the cities ignore the federal law is the fact that there is no funding at the federal level to provide for the kind of enforcement at the federal level you need. Pick up the New York Times today. There's a city not far across the river from my state that imposed the similar sanctions. And what they found out is, as a consequence of that, their city went in the dumps, in, in, in the dumpsters. Stores started closing. Everything started to happen. And they changed the policy. Part of the problem is you have to have a federal government that can enforce laws. This administration has been fundamentally derelict in not funding any of the requirements that are needed to even enforce the existing So, Senator law. Biden, yes or no, would you allow the cities to ignore the federal law? No. No, it's kind of interesting. And now I want you to listen to that Joe Biden versus this Joe Biden last week. And by the way, this little montage is by request because I compared Joe Biden to the Swedish chef from The Muppet Show. The beer brewed here. <laughs> it is used to make the brew beer here in this refinery. Oh, Earth Rider, thanks for the Great Lakes. I wonder why it's going Yeah, yeah. For those of you who think he hasn't uh, slipped mentally and that he's, uh, he's perfect in his age, is, he's a seasoned individual and all that. No, he's just an old guy with dementia. That's, that's basically it. Yeah. This is Corinne Jean-Pierre talking about dealing with the border. Now, I want you to listen carefully. She says nothing about shutting down the border. She says nothing about uh, stemming the flow of illegal immigration. All she talks about is more money. When she says more money, what that means is more money to get illegals into the country and dispersed throughout the country. It's to give them more money, more resources, more plane tickets, more everything. It's to expedite illegal immigration in the country. We know it's about. Everybody knows it. You're not fooling anyone. There's, there are different, there are different definitions, right, of what that. 
Here we go. Looks like of what actually uh, shutting down the border looks like, right? So we're going to let them work through it. We don't know what that looks no, like. No, shutting down the damn border means shutting down the damn border. Exactly, right? What we are asking for, what the president wants to see, is that we deal with the challenges at the border, right? That we have an opportunity to deal with what's going on, the security, and make sure that we have the funding and the resources to deal with what we're seeing at the border. There are going to be different, there are different definitions to what that looks like. No. And so we'll see what the text comes out of the Senate. And so we will, uh, we will make, we will um, certainly have a, I guess, a broader conversation conversation once that happens but we believe it's going to be fair it'll be tough shut the damn border down that's what the american people want they want it shut down don't believe me ask people in chicago ask people in new york city they want it shut down they're tired of the nonsense they know they're being lied to there are uh, what uh, 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 gop has unveiled uh, mayorkas impeachment articles uh, I can get into all of the details of this, but uh, Ms. De Mayorkas is said to have will, willfully and systematically refused to comply with federal immigration laws in that throughout his tenure as Secretary of Homeland Security, he repeatedly violated laws enacted by Congress regarding immigration and border security. He also created the uh, Department of Disinformation, which was quickly uh, taken apart because he was censoring speech on behalf of the DHS. Yeah. In large part because of this unlawful conduct, millions of illegals have illegally entered the United States on an annual basis, with many unlawfully remaining in the U.S. His refusal to obey the law is not only an offense against the separation of powers in the Constitution, it also threatens our national security and has had a dire impact on communities across the country, and it's true. And I want him not only to be impeached, I want him to go to jail. Faux show. This is uh, from the hearings today. We're here today not because we want to be. But, but because we have exhausted all other options and our duty as members of Congress compels us to exercise our constitutional duty. This is Representative Mark Green, by the way. Duty ...and defend this separate but equal branch of government. At the beginning of this Congress, each of us took an oath to support and defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic. Domestic. And that we would well and faithfully dis- discharge the duties of the office. This is the same oath I took many years ago in the Army. Several of you also took the same oath in your service to this nation. Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas took a similar oath, but he has not lived up to it. He has willfully and systematically refused to comply with the laws passed by Congress. And it has caused wanton death and destruction. Have you seen San Francisco lately? Have you seen Portland? Have you seen Seattle? Have you seen New York City? Have you seen Chicago? The American people are awake to this. They know what's going on. There's no going back. And Joe Biden can can uh, bloviate and he can say that uh, he's going to do something about uh, about Greg Abbott. But you know what? Your your house of cards is crumbling. And even if Joe Biden decided to do something like nationalize the uh, National Guard in Texas, you know what they're going to get from Texas? A big middle finger. And you know what you're going to get for your military, Mr. Biden? The same thing. Because you have no popular support among the people of our country who defend this country. Because they know you've allowed our enemies to infiltrate our ranks and our country. There you go. That's about it. All right. Uh, Let's go ahead and take a break. We're going to come back with a little bit more on this and also Ilhan Omar being accused of treason as well because uh, she puts the the needs in Congress of her uh, country of Somalia ahead of the United States. That's on the way. This is the Rob Carson Show. 
So today, we will mark up two articles of impeachment, willful and systemic refusal to comply with the law and breach of public trust. Again, we're here because our oath and duty compel us to be here. Yeah, and uh, the southern border is open. Everybody gets the southern border is open. The Joe Biden administration knows that the southern border is open. They've allowed it to happen for a number of reasons. I think part of it is the quid pro quo that uh, he has had with China and our enemies, among other things, allowing 25 Chinese military-aged nationals to sneak into our country. Nobody leaves communist China unless communist China knows about it. So clearly, we are witnessing an illegal invasion in our southern border, and it's wrecking our towns, and it's killing our children. And Alejandro Mayorkas needs to be removed from office. And then we need to pursue real charges against him and, uh, and others. Eventually, this is uh, Byron Donalds talking about uh, Joe Biden, what he's done on the southern border and uh, and making a pretty brilliant comparison. Listen, Joe Biden truly is the Manchurian president. He's not for the American people. He's for the bureaucrats. How do we know? Just look at his presidency. When COVID-19 was still uh, going through the country, Joe Biden was actually spying on Americans, suppressing their speech wasn't allowing them to share the information. That would be the DHS and the FBI, among others. They had found trying to address health needs in the country. When cities and states were trying to open up, Joe Biden used the federal government to keep them from doing so. When we had members of our military who said, I don't want a vaccine, but I want to serve this nation, Joe Biden fired them and sent them home. This is not a man who has stood for America. This is a man who has used America to become president, and it is time that we remove him from that job. I say uh, do it now, for sure. For sure. Listen to this. Federal authorities caught a terrorist in the U.S. southern border, released him into the country where he roamed freely for a year before being arrested in Minnesota just days ago. The unnamed individual, uh, who the memo identifies as a member of the Somali terror group Al-Shabaab, was released shortly after being caught illegally crossing the uh, southern border into San Ysidro, California, 2023 in May, March. According to a memo... Uh, The terrorist screening center deemed him a mismatch after running his name through the terror watch list, according to the memo, which was sent to Immigration and Customs Enforcement. However, on January the 18th, 2024, the terrorist screening center made a redetermination that the individual was a confirmed member of Al-Shabaab and when is involved in the case, manufacture or transport of explosives or firearms, the memo states. Two days later, I snabbed the Al-Shabaab member in Minneapolis. Minneapolis. Minnesota, where Ilhan Omar represents the Somali population, the Somali population. She came out in a speech over the weekend saying that uh, uh, she supports Somalia first, not the uh, not the state of Minnesota, not the people of the United States. Okay, I'm not going to try and translate her idiocy, but uh, but uh, Representative House Majority Whip Tim Emmer, who also represents a district in Minnesota, called for her colleagues, his colleagues' resignation. Ilan Omar's appalling Somali first comments are a slap in the face of Minnesotans. She was elected to serve and a direct violation of her oath in office. If you go to her district, it's rife with voter fraud, by the way. They go into these high-rise condos where elderly people and people who are uh, disabled live, and they force them to uh, to vote democrat it, it was uh, it was a big story a couple of years ago but the uh, but the media killed it uh and Ilan Omar also married her bro 
She married her brother to get him into the country. Uh, Omar decried the criticism as completely off, claiming as she is saying she is saying that her uh, top priority priority as a U.S. member of Congress is to represent the best interests of Somalia people in Congress. The squad member was speaking in Somalian at a Minneapolis event on Saturday. Sleep in comfort knowing I'm here to protect the interest of Somalia from inside the U.S. system, is what she said. How about this? Go back to Somalia, which is a third world bleephole, and, and do your deal. But you see, he left because her dad was a higher up in the military over there, and the people revolted, and she and her family escaped because the people wanted to kill him because they were so corrupt. So she came here and is spewing this nonsense. And, uh, and I think she's probably going to have to be removed from Congress. Because if you don't represent the American people and you uh, represent your, your home country with uh, zero regard for the privilege of living in America, then you need to go bye-bye. Go bye-bye. Yeah, go back to Somalia. That's racist. No, it's not. Not at all. Not one little bit. Charles Marino coming up to talk about the southern border and Alejandro Mayorkas impeachment. This is The Rob Carson Show. It is The Rob Carson Show. And we have a special guest on the uh, Newsmax Hotline, Charles Marino, Newsmax contributor, former Homeland Security uh, Department advisor, former Secret Service special agent... That's a heck of a resume compared to a guy who tells jokes on the radio for a living. Uh, welcome to the show, Charles. Glad to have you on today. What's going on? Hey, Rob. How are you? Glorious, man. You know, we've got, uh, we've got uh, weather above freezing here in Kansas City, so people are doing crazy crap like mowing their yards already or with uh, wearing sandals. It's weird, man. It, <laughs> it is really weird. Uh, but, uh, but we're glad to have you on. Where are you, where are you out of, by the way? Where do you call home right now? down in Columbia, South Carolina. Lovely, lovely. You got your uh, your big primary coming up there where uh, Donald Trump right. is going to presumably destroy uh, Nikki Haley's chances of uh, becoming the president, which, I mean, are pretty much dead anyway. Uh, <laughs> but that said, uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, what's going on with uh, Alejandro Mayorkas, his impeachment hearing before Congress. Uh, long overdue. Today it began. He's been charged with uh, a couple of articles of impeachment. Uh, what do you know about this, and, and what do you know about uh, what has brought him before Congress and why this is why this is occurring? I mean, fairly, it's fairly obvious to most of us, but you obviously are closer to uh, the DHS than we are. Why don't you go right ahead? Yeah, I'll tell you, it's an unfortunate situation that it had to come to this primarily for the country based on everything that this crisis uh, has brought in the form of fentanyl, in the form of all this illegal migration, the increased threat to the homeland with terrorists exploiting an open border. Uh, The list goes on and on, and every city's really become a border city now. So we see cities overrun with this. But look, Democrats now uh, are are waving around a lot of diversionary tactics here, saying that every administration has a right to implement their own policies. And, you know, nobody is arguing that. But the reason why we're here at impeachment hearings is because the policies have not worked. They have stood down every policy that has been proven to work. They've implemented uh, policies that, you know, encourage open borders, encourage illegal migration. And when confronted about their policies not working, they have not been honest with the Congress and the American people about the impact to the country. And you cannot sit 
in front of Congress or the American public uh, and continue to state that our southwest border is secure. Uh, this is, this, it, uh, this is to me... Falsehood. Of course it is. It's it's absolutely nonsensical that we that we have to explain this it is ridiculous. That we can't just uh, uh, call a sergeant to arms and have this man arrested and uh, brought up on charges is also ridiculous. But this is how we have to go about it. And we see a trail of destruction that this has caused. And let's not forget, you know, uh, all of the fentanyl deaths. The, the last number we heard was 110,000 people died of overdoses in 2022. Uh, Eighty percent of those were were fentanyl deaths. We haven't even heard the numbers since then, but I'm sure it's gone up because fentanyl deaths have gone up dramatically in places like uh, San Francisco. You you also tie that in with uh, with uh, all of the the trafficking of children. Eighty five thousand kids lost. Uh, the cartels own the border. The cartels are making money, 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 money off the border. Let me ask you this, Charles Marino. You were a former Homeland Security advisor do you suppose that there is a connection between some americans possibly in power and the drug cartels in mexico do you suppose there might be some sort of a little agreement there a little wink wink nudge nudge uh that we open the border you make lots of money and you spread it around what do you think about that well i can tell you there's no doubt that that type of relationship exists within mexico uh, between the cartels and the Mexican government. Um, that has historically been the case, uh, especially you go as far back as Vincente Fox, uh, when a lot of the areas of tourism like Alcapulco, Playa del Carmen, uh, those were uh, off limits to the cartels based on a handshake agreement between the government and the cartels. Uh, the problem is now uh, that the cartels have become so powerful based on the policies of this administration. While I doubt that there's a direct connection uh, between the cartels and administration officials, their actions have, have empowered the cartels uh, like no time in the history of the cartels. So there might as well be an agreement between the two of them because they are delivering so much business through all the different areas that you just went through um, that, you know, they are supporting the cartels to the tune of billions of dollars. Look, long before it became hip to say so three years ago when this first started, um, I called for declaring the cartels terrorist organizations. Um, if we were talking about the cartels producing anthrax to deliver into the country, we'd be yeah. taking action on that through our military, through law enforcement. So why is there any difference with all of these special interest countries that we know the cartels are facilitating into the country? Why is there a difference with the amount of fentanyl, the hundreds of thousands of Americans that have been killed through this drug? Why is there no action being taken against the cartels? They've, they've evolved well beyond criminal organizations, and yeah. our operations uh, and approach needs to be stepped up against them. So this government in its entirety, this administration, has fallen asleep at the wheel and endangered our country. And the impact, Rob, uh, it impacts everything, not just yeah. domestically, but also internationally. Look, well, it may I be impacting how we respond to Iran killing U.S. troops. If we yeah. take direct action against Iran, there's a very high probability that our country has already been infiltrated by Hamas. Exactly. The exactly. Yeah. Right. Well, so now we're talking you... about a potential war <clears throat> from within. 
Well, when you when you talk about all of the uh, failures of the Biden administration, uh, frequently a, uh, a a line that is used is that if you intentionally were do, going to destroy the country, you would not do anything different. Hence the reason why I say, of course, they're trying to destroy the stinking country. It should be fairly obvious. No one is this incompetent on all fronts. This is intentional. I believe this is the quid pro quo. I believe that Joe Biden's presidency is the quid pro quo uh, to our enemies, including China. Because uh, 25,000 Chinese nationals have come across the border, and nobody leaves China without the CCP knowing about it. So I think this is all a quid pro quo, and I think it is a Maoist Marxist attempt to uh, to do essentially a cloward piven to bring down the country. And, and thus far, it's done a pretty good job of it. And thus far, uh, you know, it, it's taken this long to finally get to this point. What do you think is going to happen with this? It doesn't sound like this impeachment is going to be uh, approved by the Senate. So what do you suppose happens after this, uh, this, this uh, series of public hearings and, and a wrist slap? of Alejandro Mayorkas. What do you suppose happens? Well, unfortunately, nothing changes. Look, Republicans do not need to negotiate on this. The law needs to be enforced. The laws are already on the books. Things like H.R. 2, Secure the Border Act, that's great. But they're unnecessary. The laws already exist. Um, he needs to be forced to re-implement all of the policies that he stood down through executive action. He needs to put those back into practice. Uh, but the problem is they won't, because as no. you said incorrectly, so this is what they want to have happen. This is why we see a thousand percent increase in encounters in Chinese nationals. This yeah. is why we see encounters of people from all around the world in total 160 different countries. I mean, what are we doing here? This is no way to protect the homeland. Yeah, this is All not giving me you're tired, you're poor, that. and you're hungry. This is giving me your terrorists, your thugs, your prisoners, your insane asylum uh, uh, residents. All of it. It is ridiculous, and the American people are done with it. That's why. That's why uh, Texas is happening. Seventy percent right. of the American population say, "Hell yeah, Texas, give it to them." What do you suppose happens? I I do not believe that Joe Biden has any support in the military. Uh, he is, uh, you know, some people are threatening the possibility of nationalizing the Texas National Guard, which is laughable. I mean, it's it's laughable. All right. Let alone uh, the the uh, the U.S. military doing anything. Uh, what do you suppose about that? Do, does he have any support to uh, to open the border so more illegals can stream across? Or is this the line in the sand that the American people have drawn? I think this is the line in the sand. His back's up against the wall. As you said, uh, the American public have had it with this. And you know what? Behind closed doors, so have the Democrat leaders of all these sanctuary cities and everywhere else. The, they can't even get the White House to return phone calls. So everybody's had it, whether they're saying it publicly or behind closed doors, especially on the Democratic side. They've all had it with this. They're, they're seeing crime go up. They're seeing their infrastructure get overwhelmed. They're seeing their voters, uh, you know, get get put out of their own ways, kids not being able to use schools. But as far as what's going on down in Texas, look, at the end of the day, the Department of Public Safety, Customs and Border Protection, the National Guard, they've been working together long before this administration, and they'll continue to work together long after it. 
Let me ask you this. If Biden thinks he's going to put a wedge between those groups, he's not. He's failed from the start. It's ridiculous. Um, Let me ask you this. Uh, Charles Marino, Newsmax contributor and former Homeland Security Department advisor. Um, What about the other border states that are run by Democrats? What's going to happen there? Because uh, the the cartels are going to move over there. Uh, I know we've got trucker convoys headed down. American people are pissed about this. But what happens to those states where they are ruled by uh, leftists in population centers, whereas the rest of the population who suffers through this are screaming, stop it? What happens in those states? Well, those leaders are going to be accountable to their voters. And look, Texas has done a great job uh, in now starting to enforce their own border And those migrants are going to go elsewhere. They're going to divert. They're going to come in Arizona. And guess what? Constituents are going to start to ask the governor, Katie Hobbs, why aren't you doing what Governor Abbott's doing? Why aren't you protecting us the way he is? Um, Again, another person that will not come out and point the finger in Governor Hobbs uh, at the Biden administration and say, get your act together and start enforcing the law. You would expect more from a border state. But you know what? You're not going to get it. She's towing the party lines. Same thing with Governor Newsom. Um, You know, we can't be shocked there. But I'll tell you right now, it's having an overwhelming impact on everybody. And the voters are going to start holding people accountable. I mean, look at what's happening to Mayor Adams in New York. He's crashing and burning in the polls uh, because he's not standing up for the city. Yeah. Also, by the way, the new mayor of Chicago has a 20 percent approval rating. One out of five Chicagoans. uh, See, stolen stolen elections have consequences. Oh, did I say that out loud? Yeah, I did. Uh, Because in places like Chicago, the Democrat Party, the teachers unions, uh, they they sew into the fabric of their communities. They're leftist leaders. Uh, The people are saying uh, saying otherwise. Let me ask you this. You're also a uh, former Secret Service special agent. Um, I never thought that the uh, Secret Service was corruptible. They were the last uh, bastion of what I thought was pure, uh, you know, a devotion to protecting the president, you know, upholding the Constitution and whatnot. And we see things like, I don't know, bag of cocaine being found in the White House visitation room when the biggest cocaine, the most famous cocaine addict in America was living there, Hunter Biden. Uh, they, uh, they conveniently, there was no focus on how the cocaine got in the locker. There were no cameras there. They went out and blew up the bag of cocaine with the DNA evidence. What do you have to say to your brothers and sisters in the uh, Secret Service about the uh, the state of that agency? Yeah, you're right. The Secret Service historically has to remain apolitical. That's the way it was when I was there. Uh, I would hope that that's the way it would continue into the future. I could tell you right now that entire situation from start to finish of the way it was handled uh, did not instill confidence. Let's put it that way. Uh, I think it could have been handled much better. Uh, I think at a place like the White House, uh, you have got to be able to identify something like that when it happens, who did it, and hold them accountable. I think the American public expects it to be the the most protected place on the face of the earth, uh, and I think that expectation is reasonable. Let me ask you this also. Two pipe bombs were placed at DNC headquarters and RNC headquarters discovered at the same time on January the 6th. Darren Beatty has recovered videotape where someone alerted Secret Service that there was a pipe bomb there. They still allowed children to go by and Kamala Harris's motorcade to drive by. They did not alert her. They didn't sweep to find the uh, pipe bomb, which was out in the open. Do you have an opinion on that? 
Yeah, I'd like to see a little more transparency on that situation, exactly what happened, when it was reported, what actions were taken uh, or not taken. Um, that is something that, again, a suspect hasn't been identified yet in that. Yeah. I mean, this is beyond comprehension. Uh, you know, in this day and age, with all the capabilities uh, that exist in major cities, uh, with facial recognition and additional camera networks, um, you would expect that somebody would have been long identified uh, some time ago and taken into custody. So I'd like Let to see some uh, transparency uh, in that situation. Yeah, and, and the transparency, transparency will show that uh, uh, it was a plant. That's what I have. To, that's just my opinion. But, you know, my opinion's uh, right a lot of the times. Charles Marino, it was a real pleasure having you on the show today. Where can people find you on social media? Thank you, Rob. Uh, they can find me on X, Charles underscore Marino. Uh, I always have a lot to say on national security issues. And if you don't catch me there, you can catch me on Newsmax. Well, we'll have you on again soon, okay? Uh, let's take a break. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show. Carson Show, we're going to talk next hour about uh, E. Jean Carroll, this uh, $83 million verdict. Uh, uh, Donald Trump uh, uh, apparently slandered her by saying she was crazy for uh, accusing him of rape when he never met her. There was no, uh, she didn't know the year it happened. It could have been 93, 94, 95, 96, whatever. Was wearing a dress that she said uh, that she wore that uh, during the assault wasn't available at that time. Uh, no videotape, no witnesses at all. But a sycophantic jury uh, who hated Donald Trump said that, oh, it absolutely happened. Donald Trump said, ah, she's crazy and she's not my type. And a judge and another jury who hate Donald Trump and want to destroy him award her $83 million. Uh, there are people who are saying, of course, this is going to be appealed, and of course, it is going to fall, but she's already spending her money. She wants to go on a shopping trip with Rachel Maddow. Yeah. That literally, she told Rachel Maddow that yesterday to show you how far into the pants of uh, <clears throat> the left that Rachel Maddow has gone. It's time to do one of these. So I was reading this piece by uh, Larica Fee Ami, a licensed New York social worker. She has revealed why you should enlist your children in play therapy. She says that play therapy helps children form better relationship with adults. So if your kids play with toys, that's good, is what she's saying. A social worker was revealed why allowing with your, to play with your children with toys during play therapy may help them relay their feelings better. This uh, Lyrica Filzy M.A. or whatever the hell her name is, Director of the Equity Transformation and Culturally Responsive Environments at the NYC Department of Education. Dear God, someone defund that agency. Says that she is a, uh, a social worker and a registered play therapist. She frequently gives advice on how children can express their emotions, specifically when uh, struggling with underlying traumas. She shared how putting uh, your kid into play therapy, which is often when a child uh, talks to a therapy therapist while playing with toys, can help maintain and form healthy relationships with adults. Rather than, I don't know, having your daughter shower with an adult man who says he's a woman, uh, you know, that's not so good. Toys and objects offer words to a child who has little language skills, and a play therapist has specialized in engaging, assessing, and treating the child with his modality based in play. 
Um, yeah, um, when I grew up, it was just called playing with your toys. And, uh, and, and then when you weren't playing with your toys, you'd go outside and play. And then you'd get on a bike and you'd ride the bike. And you would, you'd ride the bike. And then, and then later in the day, you'd come back inside of the house. And, and then you might even play with some more toys. Some more toys. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say that uh, this woman's department needs to be defunded and she needs to get a life. Pretty much. Yeah. People, 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 people. Just plain stupid. Stupid is stupid, does Mr. Blue. Who got stupid? I'll take a break and come back. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show. This is The Rob Carson Show. It is the last hour of The Rob Carson Show. If you would like to call in, be a part of it. Uh, 800-922-6680 is the number you want to call. How's that sound? Sounds pretty cool. Have you become a, a Newsmax Plus member yet? You should. Uh, conservative publishers are doing the uh, subscription thing because the left has been attacking conservative media forever. They're advertising. I keep telling you, why do you suppose that uh, Ford Motor Company doesn't advertise on Fox News? Do, do, do Fox viewers not drive Ford pickups? No. The left uh, comes down on Ford like a ton of bricks saying, if you advertise, we're going to not buy your trucks. That's the way it is. That's why you don't see uh, Procter & Gamble on Newsmax. It's just the way it is. It, there's a conservative blacklist. It has been around. I call it conservative apartheid for decades. But guess what? We're cutting through. Newsmax ratings are, I mean, gigantic. While, while MSNBC, I mean, literally, bleeding viewers, they're down to nothing. CNN, not, they're dead. The only reason they're being supported is because people uh, in, in uh, NGOs and, and uh, uh, Soros types are supporting them. That's why Joy Reid has a job. Nobody watches her. But anyway, uh, we've got Newsmax Plus. You can become a Newsmax Plus member. A couple hundred thousand people have already signed up. You should as well. You get great personalities like Rob Schmidt, my favorite, Eric Bowling, Greg Kelly, uh, yours truly. I do the only comedy political satire show on Newsmax. Thank you very much. But uh, all you got to do is go to NewsmaxPlus.com, NewsmaxPLUS.com to become a Newsmax Plus member. Millions are switching to Newsmax. Try it free today. Oh, oh, oh. So the, uh, the, uh, the Senate is trying to cobble together uh, a border deal, and it's going to include lots of money for Ukraine. Uh, it's, going to, uh, it's going to allow 5,000 illegals to come across the border. It's going to legalize more who've come across the border. It's a uh, Charlie Foxtrot. It is a uh, screwing over the American people. And one of the people who's apparently down with it is uh, Oklahoma Republican uh, James Lankford. And he's leading negotiations with other Republican Democrats for the Senate deal that would expand illegal and legal immigration in the United States. And the Oklahoma Republican Party says they are seizing all support for Senator Lankford. And I say, uh, hell yeah, let's make him into the Joe Manchin of Oklahoma. Yeah. So Lankford is negotiating a deal alongside other Republicans like Tom Tillis, John Thune, who's a, a reliable rhino, Chris Murphy, a Democrat, uh, among others. The deal would expand legal immigration levels by 50,000 green cards annually, even as the U.S. already emits a million legal immigrants a year with the nation's foreign-born population set to surpass, surpass 50 million this year, the first time in history. And we are a great American melting pot. We always have been. But this isn't about being a melting pot. This is not about becoming a fabric, a member of the fabric of society. This is about coming into America to collapse America because you hate America. 
If not, you would leave your damn Venezuelan flag on the southern side of the border. But they don't. And Jim Gossett did this for uh, Mr. Langford. You've had a nice run, Jim. Bye-bye. Oklahoma, where James Langford's support has disappeared. I was in this musical in high school. Where the state GOP, just told Langford that he will receive the punishment he fears. Not one dime. Oklahoma, where Langford's border deal came out. <laughs> so they censured Jim. Had enough of him in this state. He is finished, there's no doubt. We all know that Lankford is a rat. Yo, ho! A rat who makes deals with Democrats. Yo, hey! And when we say... Yo! He should step down today. We're saying that he's not for you, Oklahoma. Lankford is a... Okay. There you go. Bye, James. You are the uh, you are the uh, Joe Manchin of Oklahoma, and every one of you rhinos who uh, who uh, side with anything that Mitch McConnell does on the border, you will go the way of the dodo as well. Yeah. Donald Trump's lawyers reveal how they are going to uh, challenge the eighty-three million dollar verdict against E. Jean Carroll. E. Jean Carroll, by the way, they changed uh, the law in New York City so they could usurp the statute of limitations, which has already passed, to charge Donald Trump with uh, sexual assault. So he just wrote me and said, yeah, you know, I got a lot of friends, and they're all laughing because uh, they know she lied because she never sued the store. Nothing about it. Watch The Apprentice. Doesn't have any uh, evidence, no videotape evidence. Doesn't have any uh, witnesses. Doesn't have any DNA. The dress she wore, that she claimed she wore, featured on New York Magazine, uh, wasn't around then. Plus, she also says a lot of crazy crap. And and also, this uh, this uh, charge of rape is is taken from a TV episode. So uh, you know, there's that. Uh, this is Matt Whitaker last night on Newsmax talking about what's going to happen with regard to an appeal. It really does. And if you think about all of these cases, you know, ultimately, they're trying to keep the evidence away from the jury. They and, did, and, yeah. You know, this, this case, uh, to some extent, has just spun completely out of control because of uh, these runaway judges and these juries in blue jurisdictions that obviously don't have... Hanging juries is what I like to call them. And they exist in places like Washington, D.C. and New York City. Positive feelings towards President Trump. Ultimately, hope, and, and, and I expect that the uh, appeals court, which is obviously uh, you know going to look at this judgment and especially the punitive damage number, which is just astronomical and and set that aside because ultimately this is not how the law works somebody should be able to defend themselves should be able to present evidence about the plaintiff and the plaintiff's uh you know bizarre utterances yeah. in previously and also the fact that donald trump has never met this woman except in pa passing to take one picture at a celebrity 
uh, event. So, you know, you add all that up, and I, I just don't think, other than the headline that they're going to get for several days, ultimately the appeals court will reverse this, I expect. Yeah, yesterday on The View, they marched out to the song, Money, 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 Money. And, of course, they did their typical uh, nonsensical rantings. I, I like to call them the uh, the harpies from hell. Here is uh, here is whoopee with a uh, typical, uh, completely expected response. Hey now, welcome to The View. We just walked out to the OJs for the love of money, which is the theme song of The Apprentice, and that's connected to the fact that you know who has to pay Money, 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 money. That's great. That's great. The harpies from hell. Their big take on everything. <clears throat> really, uh, I don't know. Would you have expected anything else from them? Pretty remarkable when you think about it. I, uh, I mentioned that I started this movement, the hashtag I did it too movement. I admitted to sexually assaulting E. Jean Carroll on, uh, on, uh, on Instagram yesterday. Because if you are going to uh, uh, convict Donald Trump with no evidence and only go after him for political reasons, and it's clearly very political because we know that uh, the judge in the case, Judge Lewis Kaplan and Carol's lawyer, Roberta Kaplan, not related, worked together in the 90s and the judge was her mentor among other things. We also know that a good deal of, of uh, evidence and witnesses were not allowed for the defense. So I just said, well, you know, I'm a conservative. There's no evidence that I was in New York City. There's no evidence. That, and there are no witnesses. Uh, there's none of that <clears throat> about me. There's the same amount of evidence of me sexually assaulting E. Jean Carroll as there is of Donald Trump sexually assaulting E. Jean Carroll. And so I just went ahead and confessed to it as well. I, I'm Again, I'm not sure of the year. Uh, could have been 94, could have been 95, could have been 96. But because I am a conservative, and conservatives are being targeted by the DOJ and the Biden administration, I thought I might as well just admit that I did it as well. So there you go. Hashtag, I did it too, is what I'm saying. Now, this is, uh, this is uh, E. Jean Carroll yesterday. She appeared with uh, Rachel Maddow, who's wrong about everything. Been wrong about everything. Russia collusion, the whole deal. And apparently real tight with old, uh, with old E. Jean, because E. Jean talked about what she's going to do with the money that she's never going to get from Donald Trump. You've talked about using some of Trump's money that you're about to get um, to help shore up women's rights. Yeah, she's going to shore up women's rights. Okay. Um, shore up women's rights with the money. Why don't you just say uh, blip, 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 because that makes about as much sense. Do you know what that might be, what that might look like? Yes, or, Rachel. Or yes. Tell me. Listen to how she's going to shore up women's rights. I had such, such great ideas <laughs> for all the good yes. I'm going to do with this money. Yeah. First thing, Rachel, you and I are going to go shopping. We're going to get completely... <laughs> that is shoring up women's rights right there. Amen, ladies. You, you, you're you taken care of. You'll never be discriminated against ever because E. Jean Carroll is going to go shopping 
with Rachel Maddow. Completely new wardrobes, new shoes, motorcycle for Crowley, new fishing rod for Robbie. Rachel, what do you want? Penthouse? It's yours, Nothing. Rachel. Pet says shoring up women's rights. Penthouse and uh, France? You want France? You want to go fishing nope. in France? No? Oh, all right. Yeah, yeah. Well, you cackle all you want there, but uh, you're not going to get the money. Um, this is Greg Kelly. Now, Greg Kelly had an interesting, a really good actual uh, actual chimera- comparison. I made it on the air couple days ago. <clears throat> when you look at the amount of evidence that convicted Donald Trump of rape with regard to E. Jean Carroll, it pays by comparison to the amount of evidence that Joe Biden physically assaulted Tara Reid in 1993 in an elevator in the Capitol. Uh, she reported it to her superiors. Uh, her mother called Larry King to report that her daughter had been uh, uh, assaulted by a man of power the, the same week that it happened and mentioned it. She was driven out of her office into a a cubby in the basement of the building. She had her hopes and dreams completely destroyed. She was asked to serve cocktails at a cocktail party wearing a short dress. Joe Biden took her gym bag or something to to meet with her on an elevator where he, uh, well, uh, did exactly what E. Jean Carroll said Donald Trump did. And I want you to listen to Greg Kelly making this wonderful comparison. I don't hear any of the, uh, the, uh, the harpies from The View talking about this young woman who for 30 years had her entire career, all of her hopes of dreams of, of, uh, of moving up in politics with her internship on Capitol Hill completely destroyed by Joe Biden. You know, does anybody remember Tara Reid? Tara Reid is a woman who alleges that she was sexually assaulted by Joe Biden when he was a senator and she worked on his staff. She did. She could place herself on the staff of Joe Biden. There's a record of it. No one's disputing it. It did something here. We did something. We put her very specific uh, allegations and observations against E. Jean Carroll, the weirdo, her hazy all over the place. You're going to get sued. Nonsense. Take a look at how it turned out. You claim sexual harassment began. How so? I would see him in hallways or whatever. He would always just greet me, put his hands on me. Stiff her hair. Or put his hands on my shoulder and rub, you know, my neck sometimes. It was just a bit odd. And it was all fairly playful. Uh, oh, it was charming. It was yes. exciting. Remember what Donald Trump was like in 95, 96. And she said, you need to button up your blouses. You need to have longer skirts. And you need to not look so sexy and noticeable. And you need to, you know, change how you're dressing. I had the idea that I'm going to make him put it on over his pants. That was my idea. Mm-hmm. She wanted Donald Trump to put her women's underwear over his clothes, I guess, with no witnesses and didn't know the year. I felt scared. I, what I could say is I don't know if it was trauma, but I felt frightened. Like, And it wasn't just about this what happened it was like it was my job tied up with it were you scared were you no i was too too panicked to be scared too panicked to be scared okay i didn't want to talk badly about him and i wasn't ready to tell my history with joe biden at that point at all i think i got over it quickly um because my whole thing is put it behind you and go enjoy life right yeah, I think mm-hmm. there's uh, well, one appears very credible. The other one appears a little bit kooky. To yeah, see. when is uh, when is the intern going to get her eighty four million dollars? You know, when is she going to get hers for her life being destroyed by Joe Biden? And there's more evidence. 
than there was ever in the case of E. Jean Carroll. Let's take a break and come back. This is The Rob Carson Show. think of rape as a, I mean, it is a violent assault. It is not I think most people think of rape as being sexy. Mm -hmm. Let's take a short break. Think of the fantasies. Mm -hmm. We're going to take a quick break. If you can stick around, we'll talk more on the other side. You're fascinating to talk to. (laughs) That is uh, E. Jean Carroll uh, hitting on a uh, very gay Anderson Cooper on CNN because he was trying to cut to the break because they were trying to make him seem or make her seem like she's sane, but she's not. So there you go. Yeah. (sighs) Ridiculous. I I got some good news. Listen to this. Listen to this. Imagine if Stephen Hawking could communicate faster than an auctioneer. Elon Musk reveals first human has had a brain implant from Neuralink's new telepathy product, allowing people to use technology just by thinking this is so gigantic. The billionaire said on Monday night his startup Neuralink has successfully performed a craniectomy to attach a device in an unnamed person on Saturday. Uh, He announced a product called Telepathy, and he hopes that it will allow users with disabilities like Stephen Hawking to communicate faster than an auctioneer. Musk said it will be able to uh, enable uh, control of your phone or computer and then and through them almost any device just by thinking. This is the force. It's the force. It comes less than a year after Neuralink got Food and Drug Administration clearance to operate on humans. What an amazing thing this would be for people with ALS. I've known uh, two people who've gotten ALS. It's horrific. It's awful. Uh, I, I hope and pray for the day that uh, paralysis is ended. And, uh, and when people are in a state like this, that they can communicate and they can enjoy life rather than just being bedridden and taking care of people 24-7. I think it's so marvelous. Oh, my God. This, this man, and if you don't believe, you know, Elon Musk, he, he, oh, he saved America, by the way. I don't know if you knew that. He saved America. We, we still have a long way to go, but he exposed all of everything that is, everything that is corrupt about the federal government. He exposed it all. Twitter files. You, 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 you can't even begin to realize what a revolutionary figure he is and will be remembered in history for what he has done. And if you don't believe that he could make people's brains work like this, Realized that he put a 93-year-old William Shatner in space and returned him safely with no training whatsoever. I think that's pretty darn cool, don't you? Yeah. Oh, and uh, and have you ever thought maybe you'd like your kid to work at Walmart? I have. You know why? Do you know what a Walmart manager can make? Yeah, about 170,000 a year. And not too bad. What are you making right now? <laughs> This is pretty amazing. Uh, managers of nearly 4,700 Walmart stores will get up to $20,000 in stock grants. You need that. After uh, they announce that their manager's pay will go up to 170 k Now, I understand that being a Walmart manager is a uh, not easy to do because you need a small army to run those stores. My son worked at Walmart. He helped to unload tractor trailers. That was one of the many jobs he did when he was in high school. So now the new starting annual base salary for U.S. store manager will range from 90 k to 170 k uh, this means the average base pay for store leaders will go to 128k from 117. That's pretty big. Roughly 75% of its store management started out as hourly workers. Walmart said, uh, and uh, and so that happens. You start out as a Walmart manager, you move up. When you get hired at Hilton, you know what happens at Hilton? Even when you're the CEO, you clean rooms. 
You didn't know that, did you? Yeah. I've got a friend in, uh, in D.C., not really much of a friend. She's a friend of a friend, sister of a friend. She is a big wig at Hilton, and when they hired her, she cleaned rooms for a few months. That's what they did. I think that's pretty amazing. So, uh, yeah, Walmart. Walmart. Um, 170K, not too bad. And then with the stock bonuses, I know uh, my wife was briefly married like in the early 90s for like six months because it was one of those starter marriages, you know. And her husband retired, I think at 50, uh, with the Walmart salary, completely taken care of, has a place down there, you know, Walmart headquarters, uh, enjoys the rest of his life with Walmart money and stock options. Not a bad deal. Absolutely. Coming up, uh, some uh, updates on January the 6th. Hostages. Yeah, I call them hostages because some of them are getting out because uh, this Supreme Court ruling is coming down and it could free all of them. That's on the way. And this is The Rob Carson Show. Hey guys, it's Carson. If you know me, you've known that I've uh, undergone a, quite a physical transformation in the last couple of years. And you can elevate your everyday wellness with the number one meal kit for clean eating and discover new gut-friendly, healthy recipes every day. Choosing Green Chef means choosing real wholesome foods that don't just fill you up, also support a healthy lifestyle. It's more than just satisfying your hunger. It's about feeling good with every bite. Every nutrient-dense, science-backed gut and brain health recipe developed in partnership with registered dietitians that improve digestion, reduce bloating, also boost energy and immunity. I used to spend a lot of time wondering what I'd be eating for the next lunch or dinner with Green Chef. I already have a, a finished selection of healthy meals to choose from so I can focus more on the rest of the day. Now's your chance to save money, discover an easier life with prepared healthy meals in your fridge. Go to greenchef.com slash 60 Newsmax to get 60% off. That's greenchef.com slash 60 Newsmax. You get 60% off plus 20% off your next two months. Get your time and health back with fully prepared healthy meals at greenchef.com slash 60 Newsmax. Use promo code 60 Newsmax to get 60% off plus 20% off your next two months. Greenchef.com slash 60 Newsmax. If the left tells you to quiet down, get louder. It's the Rob Carson Show. It is the Rob Carson Show. Last half hour of the show. I want to go to Johnny in Santa Cruz. Hello there, Johnny. What's on your mind today, my friend? Hey, well, I just want to know, we, you and I were security guards at, at that place, okay? And Donald Trump hit on you first and then me. I mean, how did this happen? Big Mike was there, too. I mean, I, we're witnesses. Don't we get part of that money? Are we entitled to part of that? Hashtag we did it too, bro. You know, honestly, we, we varied. We, we, there was as much evidence that we, you, that you sexually assaulted E. Jean Carroll. So you're, you're going to join the movement and admit that well, you also. What about Big Mike? I'm not sure who Big Mike is. Later, uh, uh, First Lady. Oh, 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 you, you're talking about the ex-mayor of New York City. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Everyone was there. We were all there. Bloomberg. Everyone. Bloomberg probably sexually assaulted her, too. Yeah, oh, probably. No, too. <laughs> but every, we were all there, right? Why aren't we entitled to part of our right? Should we file? You, you, I think. What do you think? I think that you should admit that you uh, you uh, sexually assaulted her because there is the same amount of evidence that Donald Trump did it, and you're all guilty. Every man in America is guilty of sexually assaulting no, we e. Jean Carroll. If you're a you conservative. 
We were dressing yes. room. We were also breakfast at Tiffany's, right? <laughs> yeah, gotcha, yeah. Gotcha. You can't make this up. You take care, brother. You're always All right, see you later. Yeah, yeah. I know you're trying to get that punchline in, that, that, that security guard thing. I, 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 no, I get you. I, see, I, I do comedy for a living. <laughs> mm. uh, before we get into the next uh, thing, um, the federal government lied to you about COVID, about everything. Uh, the six feet of social distancing was stupid. It was made up, right? And I said that years ago. I said, oh, so five feet away will prevent you from getting the deadliest virus, but six feet away, you're fine. Or no, six feet will keep, will keep you from getting it. Five feet, you're dead. You know, and I said that uh, wearing a cloth mask to prevent COVID is like wearing a, a cowboy hat to go scuba diving. It's just the stupidity, and you knew it as well. And I did my research, and I said, oh, you know, there are a lot of people like Uttar Pradesh is this big, this big uh, province in India, and they wiped out, they wiped out COVID. To, to, from from hundreds of um, hundred million cases to zero using hydroxychloroquine. Weird. Hydroxychloroquine used all over the world to prevent malaria. It's like aspirin and ivermectin. They said it was a horse paste. No, 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 not at all. A lot of uh, a lot of medicines are tested on animals first, and then they're used on humans, and they both work beautifully. And the CDC and the HHS and Anthony Fauci said you couldn't have them. You had to take what the government prescribed. Well, the wellness company decided to respond, and one of the people that was the most censored by the administration was Dr. Peter McAuliffe, and he came up with the wellness company. And the wellness company has those meds, those meds that were effective but declared verboten by your government. And you can get them. I've got my packet right here, my my wellness company, emergency medical kit, right here. That's what this is, right here. And I've got my uh, ivermectin, and i got my Z-pack in case they have, uh, you know, upper respiratory. There's a number of meds here that you need in case of an emergency. Amoxicillin, antibiotic, all in case of an emergency, because you don't know what's going to happen this year, do you? You got CVSs closing all over the country. They 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 started out by you know locking up their deodorant and stuff, and and then they had to just eventually go out of business. And so you need an emergency medical kit. If you have jumper cables in your car, you need an emergency medical kit for your family. And it's not bandages. It's not neosporin. It's these medicines. And you can get them. You just go online. You do a simple questionnaire. They ask you about your medical history, any any current conditions, and they prescribe the meds that you and your family will need in case. And there's an emergency, and this is really big, particularly when you were snowed in. You know, you get snowed in the last couple of weeks. So here's what you got to do to get the Wellness Company Emergency Medical Kit. I'm going to zip it up here. Zip it up. Uh, just go to twc.health slash Carson. You're going to save 10%. twc.health slash Carson. All right? Just go to twc, the wellness company, dot health, health, health slash Carson to get your emergency medical kit. Do it this week. I'm telling you, you are not going to regret it. Let's go to uh, Mike in Nottingham, Maryland. Hello there, Mike. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind today? Hi, Rob. Hey, Rob, I just wanted to say E. Jean Carroll is very sexy. She's very sexy. Yeah. And what time did you start drinking this morning? (laughs) (laughs) I started about 8 a.m. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, why do you say she's sexy there, Mike? I, I kind of, I'm, I'm questioning whether I should continue this conversation. But go ahead and, and tell me why you find her sexy. Well, I've just seen her on te- television recently, and she is so sexy. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'd worry about? I'd worry about you, uh, you know, uh, getting involved with her and then coming home one, home one day and finding a bunny boiling on your stove. That's what I would worry about, Mike. I honestly would. Thanks for the phone call, Mike. I got to run. Thank you for the uh, the phone call, Dupree. <laughs> <laughs> 
Listen to this. This is these are people in charge of our our country. Biden administration granted a billion dollars to the UN agency. It just cut funding for admitting that staffers were involved in the October seventh Hamas attacks. The Biden administration and a host of foreign governments halted funding to the UN Relief and Works Agency UNRWA after it was revealed on Friday that several staffers participated in the October seventh attacks against Israel. It was cut off by the Trump administration. UNRWA was cut off. But, of course, the Biden administration came in and granted them a billion dollars. Several staffers who participated in the uh, Hamas October 7th attacks, over 1,000 staffers were discovered to have ties to Hamas or Islamic jihadist terror groups. Uh, however, while future U.S. funding for UNRWA was paused, the agency can still access all existing funds. It has been elected or has been granted from the Biden administration prior to Friday. They need to shut down the United Nations, make it into some high-rise condos in New York City. I'm about doing this crap. Here is uh, Peter Ducey asking John Kirby about this the other day. John, you said this month about the UNRWA, you can't hold them accountable for the depredations of Hamas. 1,000. How about now? Certainly, it, lo- it looks as if, Peter. And again, there's an investigation going on, so I'll be careful. But Here's another guy who's going to be brought up in front of the tribunal. Certainly looks as if. Yeah, you uh, bet your butt. cause to be concerned about the actions of some of the members of UNRWA the UN Relief and Works Agency, but that does not, and nor should it, impugn the entire agency and the entire, all the... Oh, hell yeah, it should. Absolutely, 1,000% it should. One million percent. Never one more damn dime. How about that? Unbelievable. And then this, listen to this, listen to this. This is according to Breitbart. The $130 billion sent to Ukraine so far for its war effort against Russia is apparently not actually going to Ukraine, but it's really benefiting American uh, interests. That's weird. The shock new claim was in response to a request uh, for information by Breitbart News on whether or not any American tax dollars had gone specifically to uh, Uman, a city in the war-torn Eastern European nation that is currently seeing a condo built on a Jewish mass grave. I know it doesn't make any sense, but I'll get to it. As previously reported... Uh, Breitbart reported uh, January the 10th uh, that a city in Ukraine proceeding with building a condo on a Jewish mass grave despite those uh, three letters from members of Congress from both parties to the Ukrainian government demanding the cemetery be protected. Uh, Let me see. A spokesperson for the Ukrainian embassy told Breitbart that funds authorized by American lawmakers to support Ukraine's armament are not directly allocated to Ukraine. The spokesperson explained that uh, instead of a significant portion of the billions of dollars to Ukraine is utilized in the United States for the construction of new weapons or to replenish those dispatched to Kiev from U.S. reserves. Nearly 90% of aid granted by Congress is benefiting American interests. The email continues, the allocation of funds doesn't imply immediate expenditure. American interest is the context presumably means weapons manufacturers. Military industrial complex, I guess, right? Yeah, pretty much. The, uh, the Times, New York Times, reported uh, some uh, prepayments for weapons had vanished in the bank accounts of weapons dealers among around about $980 million in weapons contracts that missed their delivery dates in 2023. I wonder if this is the reason why they won't give us a, an audit of the money being spent there. I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah. In fact, I'm absolutely 1,000% positive of it. And you know why? Do you know why? Oh, because I'm not stupid. Yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's it. Uh, 
listen to this. I got some January the 6th stuff that I want to share here real quick. Uh, Oh, yeah. Well, we know that the January 6th committee deleted over 100 encrypted files just days before Republicans resumed control of the the House. Why Why would they do that? The missing files are significant because they might contain information purportedly used to prosecute Donald Trump in Fulton County, Georgia. Fawnie Willis, the Fulton County District Attorney, who's, by the way, being impeached on 22 counts. 22 counts. You know why? Because she's an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. Colluded with the committee to obtain information to prosecute Trump, according to Politico. Yeah. Yeah. The partisan committee told lawmakers it lost or doesn't have much of the information they discovered during the January 6th hearings. Yet if the Politico report is true, the committee gave Willis the information to prosecute Trump before deleting it. That's kind of interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, let's see what else. Oh, uh, uh, former Donald Trump's uh, former President Donald Trump's legal team attacked the January 6th insurrection charge in a brief uh, 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 recently filed in the, uh, the Colorado in the Supreme Court asking to overturn Colorado's decision to keep him off the ballot. Has predicted the former president's legal team appealed the decision of the Supreme Court of the United States asking to overturn it. Trump's lawyers asserted that the former president never encouraged his supporters to enter the Capitol on January the 6th, which he didn't. Adding that he asked them to peacefully and patriotically let their voices be heard. And it's true. And he even did a video, but uh, they wouldn't allow it to be put up on social media. Uh, YouTube took it down. He was saying, go home peacefully. And it was supposed to be broadcast while the riots were happening. But uh, the social media companies wouldn't allow it to be broadcast. And then he was just banned altogether. Trump's legal team then targeted Professor Peter Seabee, who argued that the former president used coded language with his supporters prior to the January 6th Capitol riot, which would therefore qualify as an insurrection. It's bullcrap. You're twisting your words. Stupid. Stupid, stupid, stupid. Uh, I had another story I was going to share, but I don't have it. Uh, oh, listen to this. Here, irrefutable uh, proof that January the Sixers face bias in uh, Washington, D.C. juries. New poll uh, uh, data released from the Triton polling and research shows an insurmountable bias against January the 6th, the likes of which we've never seen before. I assume the same goes for anti-Trumpers in Washington, D.C., or I should say in New York. They collected data and comments uh, and uh, conducted a survey. They found that 86.4% of D.C. residents who are eligible jurors believe that it is important that those who participated in the events of January the 6th are punished to the fullest extent of the law to prevent this from ever happening again. It's virtually impossible to get nearly 90% of people to agree with the color of the sky. The D.C. jurors have unanimously agreed that January the 6ers are worthy of extreme punishment before they even review the facts and circumstances in the, in the criminal case. Well, this is why they call D.C. a hanging venue for conservatives. That's what I call it. 86% of D.C. jury pool believes January the 6th was an insurrection. 80% agree that January the 6th was an, uh, an act of domestic terrorism, which it was none of those things. 48% of D.C. residents who are eligible to, uh, to be jurors agree with the statement the penalty for insurrection, treason, or committing acts of domestic terrorism is life imprisonment or the death penalty. Full polling is available at Jan6 or J6ChangeOfVenue.com. J6ChangeOfVenue.com. There you go. There you go. So not exactly uh, a fair fight. And I, and I said at the very beginning of January the 6th that uh, it was very clear... 
uh, because I watched the uh, the events. Well, first of all, let me tell you, um, if if there was an insurrection, the the president of the United States, Donald Trump, would have engaged a military. Uh, there would have been people armed in this insurrection. Uh, it would have continued well after whatever happened on January the sixth. There would have been no uh, plants in the crowd of federal agents, which we know. Uh, we, there would have been damage to the interior of the Capitol the day after the January the sixth riot, supposedly riot. They uh, well, they opened the they opened the Capitol two hours later, but the day after the uh, the they they said there was a hundred million dollars worth of damage inside the Capitol, and now they're showing all the videotape that was kept from us from three years, and it shows that people went in, stayed behind in the velvet ropes, took pictures. Yeah. And, and, and even these guys got it 11, a long time ago. 2001 and January 6th, 2021. Newsflash, nobody gives a f about it. We all admit that it was pretty dumb, but that's about it. When we saw the news, we were shocked and we were kind of tense. Like, damn. Then we forgot about it by the 10th. Nobody's walking around stressing over Jan 6. It happened and that was it. We haven't gave a damn since. It's all good when riots are kept in the hood, but now you're freaking out because this was in the neck of your woods. Now oh, yeah. it's a big deal. Now it gets real. Now it's important to us. Not back then in 2020 when stores were boarded up. Not back then when goods were looted and folks were brutalized. Not then, but right now because it happened to the suit and tie. Yeah, whenever they overreact in such a fashion as the media, as politicians did, uh, they're still doing the anniversary January the 6th. Nobody is uh, nobody is commemorating it. Uh, everybody knows that this was a political operation. Uh, I've got the I, I don't have the, the thing in front of me. I've got a, an article that I want to share with you. I'll try to dig it up here. It got lost in the stack of uh, people already being let out before uh, the uh, the Supreme Court decision. I'll try to get to that in just a second. This, my friends, is the Rob Carson show. With. You know, I told you that uh, conservative comedy is on the ascension, and I just have to, uh, I've been doing it for, well, a very long time. Let's put it that way. I started writing for Rush Limbaugh around 1990. You're old! No, not really, no. Uh -uh. So, yeah, a conservative comedy on the ascension because uh, the left has abused comedy. Uh, Greg Gutfeld is beating all of the, the late night shows because they're all a bunch of uh, uh, political tools. Um, anyway, uh, comedian Kathy Griffin is begging fans to buy tickets to her upcoming comedy tour. Said the tickets aren't selling. I saw it being advertised here in Kansas City. Uh, and I saw a Facebook ad. And, and you should have seen the comments when it says, come see me. Everybody went no friggin' way. She says, it's, about, it's all about the tour band just freaking get me to opening night in Des Moines and Omaha's not selling well. First of all, there's not enough people there. The anti-Trump comedian said, I need comedy fans to come out and see me in Kansas City. Come on, I need sellouts. Well, you'd have to be a sellout to go see her. <laughs> I've been through hell. Well, you created your own hell, moron. She says she's uh, suffering uh, from PTSD due to enormous uh, public backlash from holding up the replica severed head of Donald Trump. What's when you're not funny anymore? You 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 uh, you insult the great comedians of the past with your nonsense. Hassan Minaj was uh, scheduled to take over the host of the Daily Show, but he lied about his uh, his heritage. He said that he pl he claimed victimhood. He said that America was a real racist country, and he said that you know he's a brown skin, you know, and everybody hates him because he has brown skin. Turns out all of it was a lie. It was just a sympathy play, kind of like what Nikki Haley just did. She just did the same thing. She just did the same thing. Yeah. Oh, even old Bill Maher. Bill Maher's starting to sound like a reasoned uh, individual. 
Bill Marsh talking about uh, the, uh, the all of the nonsense going on at university campuses and the fact that so many campi had so many administrators. It's ridiculous. And and I don't. This is how government is, right? Isn't this the way government kind of does it? Government uh, has a lot of people in, in administration, and you really could fire about eighty percent of them and be perfectly fine. Well, uh, uh, Bill Maher, apparently uh, Cornell University has one administrator for every two undergrads. The university had 7,764 full-time administrators and support staff, according to information on the school filed by the Federal Integrated Post-Secondary Education Data System. Enrollment, 15,685. Uh, and, uh, yeah, two to, two to one. One to two administrators for students. This is why uh, tuition's gone up from 45000 uh, in 2013 to 65000 now. And here's Bill Maher talking about uh, the bloated bureaucracy on university campi that also, by the way, exists in the federal government. I want to just ask you about certain statistics, because one thing that I think you might agree on is that there has been, and people may not be aware of, is that there has been a sea change. At who is running the college? Yes. It used to be the professors. <laughs> Right? And now it's administrators. Some of the numbers I find mind-boggling. Yeah. Yale has 5,307 undergrads and 3,500 administrators. Yeah. Um, Stanford has 10,896 <laughs> managerial and pro professional staff. These are not the professors. No. 10,000? First of all, what do these people do? <laughs> What do the... But the same thing happens with the federal government. Federal government's hard to fire somebody. Uh, my Mayorkas, anyway. Tenure, in, in, uh, tenure on faculty campuses. You don't have to produce anything. It's the same dynamic, has the same results. Bloated bureaucracy, a bunch of people doing nothing for the money, and you getting screwed for it. There you go. Let's take a break and come back. This is the Rob Carson Show. Two Jan 6 prisoners have been released in anticipation of the Supreme Court ruling that they obstructed an official proceeding. I'll have details on that tomorrow. Check out the podcast today, Newsmax.com slash listen and share it with others. God bless America, Israel, you guys. And until tomorrow, don't catch the stupid. I'll see you then. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. You can help by clicking the sponsor links in the show notes and take advantage of some great discounts available only to our listeners. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.